Mm. Good day. It's Monday, December 13th. I'm, I should be posting all the podcasts from last week. And I'm sitting here recording another one. So I'm, I'm talking about stuff as though... I mean, by the time you hear this, you will know what, what I'm talking about because you will have listened to it. But it's, uh, it's just, I, I gotta... Recording a podcast is not a problem. That's the easy part. I have no issues with that because it's as simple as picking up the phone and pressing record. It's just posting the podcast where you need to fill out information for every podcast. Not a ton of information like name, description, some tags. So if people are searching for, let's say, NFL, maybe they'll come across my podcast. Probably not, but maybe. Uh, and so it's very easy to just pick up this phone and <laughs> because that's oh god damn that's what we've gotten to where I'm just talking to the phone. I don't even know the last time I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. I'm honestly trying to think of the last time that I didn't use the phone to do a podcast, and I can't. I can't come up with it. I don't know. Spring. I have honestly no idea. May, April, no idea. Zero, zero idea. Uh, So anyway. Oh, Brady. Well, that was a 700th career touchdown pass. I didn't know that. Cool. Man, oh, man. If I'm a Bills fan, it's like, oh, God. (laughs) Like, you're used to getting clobbered by Tom Brady. You're used to getting clobbered by the Patriots. But that's usually uh, that's usually both at the same time. Uh, it's hard. It is. And I'm not even, like, making fun. I'm. That's just. It's heartbreaking. It really, it really is. It's like, oh, uh, last week, let's see. Well, we came close. We didn't have a great game against the Patriots. But, you know, we had a chance and that didn't work out. And then the. Less than a week later, because wasn't that Monday Night Football? Was was Pats and Bills last week? And then six days later, you have to go and face basically the other Patriots team in the in Florida, the Florida Patriots, Brady Gronk and the whole the whole gang there. Ah, uh, uh, my picks. I I only so far I only have two wrong, and one of them was an overtime game. The Cincinnati San Francisco game that was uh, was that the overtime one? Yeah, Baltimore and whoever, Cleveland, all close, both very incredibly close games, where it could have gone either way very easily. So, man, not bad. We'll see how the Monday night game shakes out tonight between those somebodies. And the so-and-sos, and I'm just going to look it up because I don't even, I have no, I was just looking at my, oh, oh, oh yeah, the Rams and the, and the my Super Bowl champion Arizona Cardinals. So worst case scenario, I go 11-3 and three this week. Best case, I'm 12-2. I'm and two. Either way, that's, a, that's the best week yet. I have, I have officially had the best week yet of picking, picking football games. It's pretty, let's admit, most of those games were, those were pretty easy. Those were pick'ems. I hear people say that, and I don't know what that means. It's like, oh, yeah, this game's a pick 'em. There's some pick 'em games here. Like, what does that mean? Aren't you picking all of them? Aren't they all pick 'ems? Because <laughs> it's not like a stake 'em. 
<laughs> From Steakums. It's steak on a toothpick. Steak on a skewer. Mmm, can't wait to sink my teeth in delicious pickums. Back, we have some pickums. Ah, anyway, uh, what what did I want to talk to you about? I've I've got only a few minutes here. Uh, I have I have five to seven minutes tops. And oh, here's what I'm going to there's a, there's a lot to talk about. My weekend. Uh, I know I talked to you Saturday morning. I did a record. I talked about West Side Story for way too long. Uh, the rest of Saturday, I started watching Sir Gawain in the Green. I guess it's just called the Green Knight, and I love it so far. It's I love everything that that A twenty four. You know the witch and Hereditary and the Lighthouse and Uncut Gems. All these, all these. I love pretty much everything they put. Uh, the 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 Midsummer. Love them all. And and Green Knight feels has the same sort of feel as all of those. So I, I love these. I love these A twenty four movies, and I love this Green. I love reading that in in school when I was an English literature uh, class freshman year of college. I read Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, and uh, I just it was right around Christmas time. It was towards the end of the semester. It just made me feel. I just loved it. I loved the. I love the poem. I love the story. It's great. So it's cool that they they made a movie out of it. It took how long? It took twenty some odd years, twenty two years, uh, twenty three years to finally make a movie, and it's it's really good so far. I'm really enjoying it. Just haven't had a chance to finish it because there's been so much Succession, the finale last night. Oh my god! We'll talk about that eventually. Uh, just just amazing. Amazing acting, amazing, just everything is so good. I've never gotten emotional watching Succession. The only emotion has been either, it's usually just laughter or occasionally like somebody does something and you want to punch him in the face. You know, when Roman tears up the million dollar check that he was going to give to that kid to hit a home run, you want to, you want to pound his face. When, when Logan smacks uh, Roman in the, in the face and humiliates him, you want to, you want to throw Logan off the bridge yeah, things like that. Shiv, pretty much anything Shiv ever says or does to Tom, you just want to push Shiv out in front of traffic. And uh, yeah, and then there's and and it's mostly just like it's just interesting, it's exciting. I love it, and it makes me laugh. And I've never cried at anything that's ever happened on Succession. And the clo- last night was the closest thing. And I don't want to give uh, Jeremy Strong, who plays Kendall. All, all I'll tell you is he says, he just says the line, you know, something. I don't. I'm gonna misquote it. He says, "Can I, can I just be with you guys, or can I come with you guys, or something like that?" And it like, it fucking got me. It got me. It's getting to me now. It's a punch in the gut. And it was just, oh, that show. It's and then it's over. And like, when, when will the new ones? I wanted there to just be a surprise at the end to say, hey, guess what? In January, you go and watch Billions on Showtime, and then when that's over in the spring, come back here. You watch, you watch Succession. I just wanted. I've. I determined that I just wanted to be one of those two shows, and and that was that's what's cool right now. Like the end of the summer, September, October, we had the final episodes of the last season of Billions uh, that they were able to finish after the you know they they had to end the 
they were halfway through the season and then the pandemic happened. So they only aired, what, five or six episodes in 2020 and left us hanging for a year and a half. And then they finished, aired the rest of the episodes in, I guess, August, September, October. And then after that was done, like a week or two later, Succession started. Now Succession's done. And in January, you know, we got to wait a month, but we're going to get billions. We're going to get a full brand new season of billions. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. They just finished the other one and now they're giving us more. And I'm, I'm, I just want, I want to find out that Succession is going to be coming in the summer. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I will. I'll, we've waited two years, so of course I can wait until next October. But hopefully, that's the longest we'll have to wait. Hopefully, it'll be uh, late Q4 of of 2022 at the very latest, October, November, December. But that is going to be a long wait, my friends. Uh, Saturday was yeah. Saturday was spent. Watched a few things. Watched the new Sex in the City thing. Because uh, I used to watch Sex in the City. Not one of my favorite shows, but I enjoyed it. It was like, you know, the wife and I watched it together. I didn't hate it nearly as much as I thought I would when I sat down and watched it with her. It was enjoyable. It was like watching, uh, you know, 30-something Golden Girls. It's just, let's just say that. And now it's like just watching the Golden Girls because I think those characters, I think those actors are now older than the than the Golden Girls were when the Golden Girls started which is crazy. Uh, but obviously, Samantha's not on the show. Whatever. Okay, fine. And something major happened at the end of the first episode. I won't spoil it, but it was like, oh, what? And 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 the first two episodes are just like, yeah, it's just sad. Just, just kind of sad. And I'm like, what, what's the point of this? Is this just to like... Why would they Sex in the City to me has always been kind of like a light fluffy sort of show. Like there's yeah, they have they have death and they have things on it. They have some, you know, they have some serious things, of course. Um, but it's just kind of, you know, it's kind of quirky and I don't know what I don't know what the hell you call it. It's uh as yeah, I don't know what you call it, but it's like, all right, this is fun. We're going to have fun. We're going to watch Sex in the City and have fun and drink Cosmos. And, uh, and these two episodes are just like, wow, did the, did the writers not realize that we're in a pandemic for the last two years and maybe we're looking to like, people are looking to have this beloved show back for the first time in in a couple decades almost. And maybe they want to be happy watching it instead of sad. And it's like, oh my God, you know, it's not enough that, you know, one of the actors of the show just died recently. Um, and I forgot his name. But he's he's from something about Mary. He's he's from a bunch of stuff, and he's uh, and he's the he's Mario Cantone's husband. And I can't think of his name on the show. I can't think of his name anywhere. But uh, that's it's a very sad. It's very sad to watch. So anyway, uh, yeah, it's uh, Sex in the City. I had to take a quick quick pause there. Uh, Sex in the City is just. Uh, I don't know. Not that I'm like, uh, it's not a, a captive. I don't know that I would be watching it if if Kimmy didn't want to watch it. But like, I wouldn't go watch it on my own. But I do look forward to watching it. And we watched it uh, together on Saturday, and it was like uh, not so great. <laughs> and uh, and then I watched a little bit of my Green Knight movie, and then I said, you know, I have to do, I have to do PTO minutes. And these fucking minutes, the average person, this would take, oh, 
10 to 30 minutes at the most, at the most, it takes me hours because I, I do them like minutes, like real, you know, when you go to a, a corporate environment or something and you have minutes and they look like, you know, they have the, the, the attendees and they have the, uh, the whatever, all the information, the date, the time, all that stuff. They have the, the agenda. Okay. That's that most meeting minutes look like that. Then they have, uh, Usually just an executive summary, some bullet points. It's it's half a page to a page. That's usually what these things look like. Mine are are pages because I write down everything and I do it in a I do have an executive summary. I have the highlights. I have the bullet points for those who don't have time, for the executives, whoever they might be, uh to look at, get the download the key information. And then after that, the detailed notes. And for each section, it says, and so-and-so began the discussion by bringing up the playground budget. And then this happened. And then so-and-so replied, blah, 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 to which this person opined that we should blah, 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 blah. And the budget, blah, 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 blah. And the next fundraising, blah, blah. and it's a whole, it's like, it's a whole narrative thing. Because that's how I was taught to do minutes at the, you know, at the big bank corporate level, that's how you do minutes. That's how people expect to see minutes. And that's what I bring to the table. And <laughs> I'm, my hands hurt <laughs> from doing so many of these things in the last uh, several years, in the last five or six years. Before that, I never did any minutes, and it was nice. Uh, I probably should have stayed where I was in my, in my minute-free zone that I had crafted for myself without even knowing. Uh, and that was Saturday. That just took up, you know, between between typing the minutes and then procrastinating while I was doing the minutes, of course. Uh, trying to watch some sports in the meantime, this and that, you know, running errands and so forth. But, uh, but that was pretty much Saturday. And the wife and I stayed up and we watched, uh, got caught up on Kirby Enthusiasm, Sunny in Philadelphia, D gets replaced with a monkey. Funny stuff. And uh, Richard Lewis back on last week's Curb, which was so great. I love that scene where Larry just turns to Richard and he says, when when are you going to die? Are you ever going to die? Why don't you just die? (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so great. Um, That was nice, too, because he originally, Richard Lewis announced, sorry, eating a grape. He announced that he wasn't due to injury. He had leg. He was having surgery and all this stuff. And he announced that he was not going to be able to do a new season of Curb. And then they were able to figure out a way for him to appear on one episode. And that was last week's episode. And it was so great. It was just so great to have him. Like, you can't have it. I mean, it's bad enough that that uh, Bob Einstein is gone, no longer with us. So you're never going to have Funkhauser again. But to not have Richard Lewis is just... It's so sad. So it was great to see him on at least one episode. Anyway, and then Sunday was, uh, since I was done with Minute, I, didn't have no, I had nothing to do. So Sunday was just relaxing. Even though the day went by so goddamn fast, so fast, like no day has ever gone before. It was just like, snap your fingers, it's gone. 
I played a little bit of Breath of the Wild. I played a decent amount, and this wasn't until like 7.30, because I, I got up and watched a bunch of, I don't even remember, watching TV. We watched TV. We watched SNL from the night before, even though we stayed up and watched most of it and fell asleep on the couch, but we watched it with the kids. Then I took a, I don't know, middle of the afternoon, I took a little nap, watched the end of football, had some dinner, and then and then whatever. And then, yeah, played some Halo Infinite, which I love. I love Halo. I'm just, I'm always happy to have a Halo game. Some people don't like Halo. I'm like, I don't care. It's the same thing. Just give it to me. And now he has a grappling hook. So that's even better. I can grapple. Grapple on some of the enemies. Grapple on the walls. It's great. It's great. I love Halo. I love it. I'm so happy. Uh, And then, yeah, so I guess that's what I've been playing. Over the weekend, the brief amount of video game time that I had it was probably an hour in total, if even that. A little bit of Breath of the Wild, a little bit of Halo, and that was it. That was it. So, all right, try try next weekend. Oh, and I played some Sonic. What the hell is it called? It's been on my Switch for f- five years. <laughs> whenever the Switch came out, Sonic Mania, I think it's called. And I don't really know. It's just, I, I don't know if this is like this levels from old games that are, I don't really know what it is, but it's like, well, this is just Sonic the Hedgehog from 30 years ago when I was a kid. And I realized, okay, I'm not really a big fan of Sonic the Hedgehog games. <laughs> and I, I stopped, this is why I remember, okay, well, this is why I stopped playing it four years ago. These games aren't that fun. It's only fun where you're going, you know going loops it all over the place and then when you have to actually stop and you know carefully time your it's like ah, this it's not very good so that was that was a quick one anyway uh what i wanted to tell you was we received a uh nice care package today and we received one last year from our very good friends ray and rebecca who i love to death who are such great people who i've known i've known rebecca for it's almost, I mean, 18 years, ni- almost 19 years. Rebay, uh, Ray, for 15 years or so, I guess, maybe? Something like that. Uh, so I've known them a long time, and they're great, great friends. And she's, they sent this last year. It's a box. It had a Christmas card. It had all these, like, treats and stuff. So nice. Had one today. Picked up the package, and there were all these all these goodies, and it just makes me like I'm so I I just so I miss my friends so much. Like the pandemic, you know, a lot of people were away from everybody, but like when you don't live near anybody to begin with, and then the pandemic happens, like oh, we don't even have the option of hanging out, <laughs> and it's not over. So I'm like. I saw like every weekend I just want to get up on a Saturday morning and just go go drive drive out to New York. I have other obligations and things that's not necessarily as easy as that, but yeah, I I just I'm like eh, I think we're almost I think you know we all got covid shots and boosters and things and yeah and but now of course all the emails are coming home like regularly. Your kid has been exposed to covid. 
please monitor for the symptoms because there's been a COVID case in their class or on the bus or in the gym class. My kids don't take the bus, but, you know, the bus is disgusting. So that's, of course, where all this shit comes from. So now it's like, oh, my God, are we even going like this is what I keep waiting to happen as I keep waiting if like somebody, whether it's us or some member of the family <laughs> is going to get COVID right before the holidays and then we're not going to go down which is really going to be quite devastating for everybody uh because we we blocked out you know we're we're planning to go down for the longest amount of time that we've ever gone down for we're going to be there there for over a week i believe uh well yeah we're going we're leaving thursday evening and coming back i don't know new year's day that'll be fun yay a 15 hour drive on new year's day woohoo that should be fun uh anyway <laughs> what a way to kick off the the new year most will be re- relaxing and watching football and uh but not all not all anyway uh but it'll be fun and i'm just like i'm i'm just like that would be so fitting that this being the first time in two years that we're gonna go see everybody for christmas and then my kids are gonna get, <laughs> my kids are gonna come home in in the next week or two with COVID, and it'll be well two weeks from now. It's like Christmas is over. It's a fucking week and a half until Christmas. Ten, eleven days. That's insane. So I'm just like, come on, just make, just make it until we get so we can go see everybody. Because if we, yeah, if any of us, uh, the kids or myself or if any of us have uh covid we're not we're not certainly not going and if we find out that anybody down there has covid we're not going so and not because we are going to catch it i think we'll be fine because we're vaccinated and i think i think we probably most of us had it in january or february before it was officially declared a pandemic uh and so i think i think we'll be fine but i don't want to be that guy who's like traveling up and down the coast with fucking co- I mean that's that's exactly what you're not supposed to do. So if there's if anybody down there or up here has covid uh between now and christmas then forget about it we're not going. Uh so hopefully that's that's not going to happen though. It's all good, but we are getting we are getting more frequent emails to be on the lookout because you know, they don't they don't send an email every time there's a case. You know, once a week the superintendent sends a sends an email with the little tracker on it that shows how many, just tallies of every school of all like 20, whatever schools there are in the district, this school, that school, the other school, how many cases they had. And, uh, and you just hope to not see your kid's school on the list. And there, there have been weeks where they're not on the list. And it's like, okay, cool. But most of the time, every school is on the list. Uh, pretty more, more often than not, especially the, the high schools and middle schools, cause they're bigger. And so it's, it's virtually impossible to not have cases. Um, but then there's the email that's specifically to the parents in a specific class that says your child has been exposed, potentially exposed to COVID because there's another kid in the class who is tested positive for COVID. And then there was another email to, there was an email Friday saying, Hey, uh, Wednesday, Thursday or whatever, Wednesday, there was a potential COVID in your class and potential exposure. And then we got an email today. Also, there was Thursday, there was a different kid who had COVID. So just be on the lookout. Yay. And, uh, and then an email today from the middle school saying, 
uh, my kids' gym class, there was a call. So, yeah, it's good fun. Good times. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. We're, we're less than two weeks away from seeing our family for, for holidays. The first holiday in two years to spend with the family. We just come on. We got to make it. <laughs> got to make it. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, this was so sweet. A nice... A nice surprise from good friends, and, I'm, and then I feel like a piece of shit because I never, I don't know anything like that for anybody. Like every once in a while, but you know, it's it's a birthday. You know, for like fortieth birthdays, I got a few cameos for some friends, and that was that's like. Other than that, I don't do, I don't get anything for anybody, outside of like my kids, my wife, my parents, my in laws. You know, Christmas presents and stuff, and that's that's about it. I don't always even get my nephew's birthday presents. I think we, we it's terrible. It's I'm terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, I'm good at Christmas time when it's like, oh yeah, this is you need to be giving gifts right now. But when it's birthdays and things are scattered around, I can't. I'm terrible at it. Uh, so we need to reciprocate. But I will say, it has been uh, two years since I've seen any of my friends. Uh, and the, and the very, very small handful of friends that we have here, um, we've seen them a handful of times and not that often. Um, so it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I really miss my friends. And then to get something that's very sweet and nice that shows like, Hey, I was thinking about you and, and this is, you mean this much to me that I went and put some nice treats into a box and, and, and sent them to you with a nice, uh, with the Christmas card inside. And like, it's just so sweet. It's so kind. I've told you since day one that kindness matters and you think I'm being sarcastic. I'm not. It does matter. Uh, and it's so nice to, uh, to get nice, you know, I, I don't care what's in the box. Just the fact that it's from a friend and that, that alone is like, wow, you were, you were thinking of us. And that's so sweet. Um, and I, I get to, I had to come up with something good hopefully, to, uh, to, to reciprocate. Uh, anyway, well, that's all. That's all I wanted to say. So I uh, hope your week's off to a great start, and I hope you're staying healthy. <laughs> I hope you stay healthy through the holidays. And if you do fucking get sick, just go, you know, get a COVID test. Like, seriously, it sounds, I know a lot of people are like, oh, that's dumb. Get a fucking test if you're going to be hanging out with a bunch of people. Because, like, honestly, it's going to go on forever, this bullshit. It's just going to go on forever. So go get, you know, you got a you gotta sore throat, you got cold stuff, and you think, eh, it's not so bad. What the fuck? Or just don't leave your house. But if you're going to, you, you know what I'm saying. You know what to do. Just do the right thing. Because uh, the winter is probably going to be, yeah, it's probably going to be pretty crappy. Maybe crappier than last winter because now people are out and about. Restaurants are open and things like that. It's I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, hopefully we uh, we we're all everything's good. We all get to see and do what we want to do at the holidays and everything's everything's a okay. All right, that's it, gang. I'll talk to you later on the Birthday Boy podcast. Go to birthdayboyshop.com. Hurry up! You don't have time. You don't have time for this. Go to birthdayboyshop.com. Get merch. See you.